Welcome to the Plus Podcast with Midwest Direct, a marketing and communications company focused on helping marketers develop engaging messages and interpret the results. We deliver over 2 million messages every day that land in mailboxes, inboxes, and show up in online advertising. When your campaign is over, we help our marketers understand their results and plan for future campaigns. We recorded these podcasts to support clients in all the avenues in marketing that you have to execute every day. Subscribe to our series now. Michelle Toivonen. I'm Director of Strategic Marketing here at Midwest Direct, and I'm here today with Mike Ruffing. Uh, Mike is the Director of Business Development for Midwest Direct, and Mike, we're here today just to cover something very important to a lot of listeners, which is political campaign advertising. And I know we have a couple of products that we want you to spend some time helping us understand. One is digital plus post Mm -hmm. uh, political Mm power-up, and the other one is political IP targeting. So I'm going to just hand it over to you and let you take it away and explain to us that those two different products a little bit. That sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I'm really happy that we're talking about this today because it's we're gearing up for the political campaign that's here in Ohio. We have the uh, primaries coming up, plus the national election coming up, and now with the COVID-19 situation, uh, we've been talking to a lot of different people in different types of campaigns and situations. So there's a lot, there seems to be even more emphasis on the digital tools that we can offer. And Uh and we're we're really excited to be able to offer two different strategies, if you will, on the digital side. You mentioned the political power up with our DPP service. Right. And we also have this political, on the other side, it's not really the other side, it complements it is. We have some political IP targeting tools that has a really long track record. And it's exciting because we can offer our clients the full complement of not only omni-channel, multi-channel, but we can pair up our services, what their given circumstances are. Because we're we're talking to campaigns as just recently now a uh, running for a district judgeship. It's all the way up to presidential, senatorial are using these different services. So... Mm -hmm. We're really excited to be able to have both sets of those digital services that we can offer political campaigns. So I know enough about the products to realize that they're really powerful tools to use when you know one of a couple things, right? One, the exact area where you want to market. Two, the exact list of people to whom you want to market. And I I think that that's a fundamental shift from what most digital marketers think about. Because when digital marketers are thinking about, I need to get the vote out, they're thinking things like keyword searches and creating ads that are going to be findable when when their audience is typing something in. So the first thing I'm hoping you can do today is Help us expand and and really understand what does it mean, who should use these digital tools, and in combination with those two starting points. So that's take important. it away, Mike. That's a great watch point because when you mentioned the list, and you're absolutely correct, historically it's been, hey, we'll just get our ads out on digital, we'll put them on Facebook. Right. Spray and pray. 
Spray and pray. And it's a new version. Exactly. Right. And so what we're now doing is, is that we're be able to take a lot of the intelligence that these campaigns and parties have spent millions of dollars on. Mm-hmm. And if we can get that data, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to hyper target the voters that they want, even by district, um, during absentee ballot processes, if they've registered to get by mail, mm-hmm. we can start hitting them with ads. Which is really an amazingly personalized version of how to advertise. Truly. And it's, oh, it's almost near real time. Yeah. It's it's truly on whatever party they're registered with, number one, right? Mm-hmm. Down to the district. And we've also seen we're getting closer to election day. Mm-hmm. The campaigns turn up the vibe. So we can start making sure it's not just spray and pray where we're able to increase the number of ads to that particular voter because we only present those ads to those people when they're online. Right. So which is significant. Just some basic fundamentals about how these work to start with before we actually go into a deeper dive on the political part of this, but just a really fundamental how this kind of advertising works. So step one you need a mailing list with home addresses or you need a specific targeted area you're going to target Target. with ads using IP addresses. That's correct. So I don't need to know the IP addresses if I'm the campaign manager. All I need to know is... Any type of list that you have of voters that you want to get your message to. Okay. You give that list to us and we we have a couple different directions we can go. Okay, Mike, if you'll let me just interrupt you for a minute, I'd like to play a spot we have produced to give an overview of political power up with Digital Plus Post. We're going to insert that right now. Winning elections has become dependent on the use of cutting edge marketing technology. Political Power Up is a one of a kind omni channel marketing campaign that multiplies the effectiveness of your direct mail by getting your candidate's message across multiple channels at the same time. It's a marketing system which consists of social match, mail tracking, informed delivery, call tracking, Google district targeting, Gmail ads, YouTube ads, Facebook district targeting, social media ads. Each segment is scientifically timed to generate the most engagement possible. So if you're planning a political direct mail campaign, power it up. Okay. So why don't you, now I know there are sort of two ways of thinking about this. So why don't you just deep dive a little bit more on the political power up side and then we'll go back to the political IP targeting side. So just walk us through what that means. And and then I'll go back and I'll start with your list example because I think that's the great place to start. Perfect. So in the list, one page, we go to the IP targeting. Another way we can do is, as you mentioned, we go to our political power-up, which is part of our DPP service. Uh, And so on the DPP political power-up, it's very male-centric. Right. It was built off of being male-centric. So what will happen is we take that mailing list and we do the mailing, same as usual, but then all of a sudden we provide a full multi-channel, omni-channel presence. So... Perfect, because I know you and I have talked about this before, and um, we've actually on this podcast covered digital plus post-based service, which includes social match, uh, mail tracking, 
inform delivery email, which is the USPS email, um, call tracking, mm -hmm. social media follow-up. However, I know this package includes much more. So first, people can deep dive into the base service more if they want. The links to each one of those and all of our previous podcasts below. Of course, you can talk yeah. to us more, but I really want to hear more about these additional tools that are available specifically for political people trying to get the word out right now. Yeah. So, And it really is exciting because, you know, just it's great that you have those again and and I highly encourage everybody to take a listen to those. Uh, because even what you just said, the base DPP service yeah. is really great for Really strong tool, right. Yeah. But what the deve development team noticed working with political campaigns was because of special requirements, they've gone to specific district target on all those different tools. So if you have a campaign that's in you know four or five different districts, but they know that only three of those are where they where there's a lot of votes to be had. We'll pick those districts with them and really saturate those districts and all the different channels, Facebook and social and on Google ad analytics. So that's district targeting is in addition to that. So in addition to the mail piece mm -hmm. that's going out, they can target those same households yeah. with Google ads, Google ads, Facebook ads, Facebook, Instagram ads, Instagram. Okay, yeah. perfect. Okay. And then also just the normal Google network, on right? Too. Okay. Um, and then on top of it, if they can provide us with email address, we'll send out email, Google, uh, Gmail campaign emails to those same districts. Okay. In addition to that, so now there's another channel. So they're targeting. Let me see if I understand it. So what they're targeting are Gmail addresses within the district. That's correct. That's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So and the neat part about that is, is if you're going to get a higher percentage of those emails, right? You're going to be getting sure. through. Yeah. On them, uh, and then on top of that, you can coordinate YouTube ads, which especially during this period, this election with what's going on COVID nineteen, YouTube viewership is way up. So this targets again. It presents YouTube ads, especially, obviously, video, mm -hmm. right? So yes. if they have yeah. video ads, they can choose the district and then target people who are watching YouTube within In that, that geographical. District. Okay, yeah, it, Which is really cool because, again, we're not spraying praying anymore. Right. And this, this right. omni-channel is very specific and targeted to those districts. Well, I would, I would look at that as a marketer. I look at that as a really affordable way yeah. to get on someone's biggest screen, which is the television in their home. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because now people watch YouTube more off of their television screen than they do their desktop. <laughs> I know. I right? <laughs> but it also means they could get to them on the phone. That's right. And again, it's across all devices. Right. So once that device has been picked up. So, for example, let's say in my as a marketer, I'm thinking things like I really want to get through to that YouTube channel for this particular district. That's right. So once the ad has appeared in that district. In that district, they're going to be able to, because it's based on the district, they're only going to show the ads in that district. Okay, so if I live in the district and I go to YouTube, that's an, a YouTube video that may appear in my advertising feed. That's correct. From YouTube. Yeah, when I go to YouTube and I'm so watching like, a video. Right-hand bar, yeah. Well, it will be over here on the YouTube one. It will be a pre-roll. 
Okay. They'll do a pre-roll, mid-roll, at the end roll. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And so in, in that case, too, that's why we want to keep them down to 15 seconds. But we'll we'll go through that with every campaign. Well, that's, that that's a good point. But that's a good point. So, you know, these are shorter in general. So yeah. this is really just... Quick hit. Quick hit to get someone to the right landing page yeah. or... Okay. And across the spectrum, too, it's an interesting point to me. What we've learned over the last few elections is... We're kind of getting off a little field here, but just in general, when you're designing your ads, yeah. it's name, name, or the mm-hmm. issue number. That's it. Right. Um, we really strongly recommend get them to your website to roll out all the qualifications. When you're when you have those moments of the eye and you get mm-hmm. their attention, you need to get your candidate's name in front of them. That is the most important thing. Everything else is secondary until you get them back to your website or especially with this campaign, because we're on the channel, you can do a little further, more explanation on the postcard. So while we're on the topic of designing for ads, um, just so our, our listeners know, next week's podcast release will be on ad design, on doing design. So if they need help oh, with fantastic. that, yeah, I mean, you can call us anytime yeah. or, you know, next week they'll get even deeper dive on the design side. But I think I think that's an important point to make. It's so tempting for most marketers to want to get everything yeah. into the ad. And yeah. in the end, if they create up to 15 seconds of just a really quick hit, it's incredibly powerful because there's so many more channels that this is going to come back to that audience to see. Yeah. They can see it over and over again. So just get your main issue out there. Yeah. Especially in this, and we fully recognize, and with these both these different worlds that we're dealing with here in terms of political power-up and the political IP targeting, the different complements is these things have been built around the one thing that every campaign cares about. Mm-hmm. They want to win. They want to win. And that's what the, both of these services have been designed to do. And they have tens of thousands of campaigns under their belt and they know how to win they know how to win sort of spinning off of that concept of knowing how to win one of the things that i know you've you have dealt with many many times is can i see it can i see the results because the (laughs) second something launches yeah you know what that campaign team wants to know more than anything is how are we doing so maybe i could just pull you into some of the gory details for a minute um, tell us about what that looks like on the user side. Like, what mm-hmm. do they get? How do they see? Like, if I if I do this, what am I going to be able to see? That's a very important point that you bring up on our DPP, the Political Power Up Service. The campaigns will have access to a fully functional dashboard. Okay. That will provide them with two different layers. One's a thirty thousand foot layer that okay. will sit there, and when they look up there, they'll say. On the mail track, these are how many mail pieces have been delivered. These are how many social media ads have been delivered. Okay. These are how many clicks there have been. There's how many people have seen the informed delivery. And these are how many phone calls you've had. Okay. Good. So, and then, then they can, they'll have the ability to drill down on each one of those sections. Okay. So they and, can get yeah. live reporting basically if yeah. they need you on each of those. So each channel comes with its own reporting access. Yeah, that's so correct. all of that's funneled into one space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's all in one space. And I so like it. It's mail, very Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Google ads, yeah. 
you know, the matches on the calls, all of that is in one place. Yeah. That's really great. And the cool part is like in different areas of that too, like on Facebook, because Facebook's based not on other types of data. It's based on the personnel profile. The -hmm. campaign's also going to start getting immediate feedback on what age groups are applying to it, Good. which yeah. which male versus female, mm-hmm. everything that can be discerned by the by the personnel profile, the campaign's getting immediate reaction or uh, feedback on just, which ads working. Yeah, I just think as a as a marketer, when you've got all those channels going, to be able to see them all running in one yeah. space, tie it all together, is really valuable. Campaign managers have also said that they like that as well in terms oh, yeah. of. Especially on the you know mid to larger campaigns, those dollars are precious. Yeah. And what we're seeing is they're starting to swing historically based on the performance, but also during campaigns. It's like they're swinging their limited dollars over different avenues. Right. And I've I've read about a lot of dollars are being swung over from broadcast, mm-hmm. which is pure spray and pray. But they right. you know it's still a necessary strategy. Right. But given different, you know, how fluid things become during a campaign, mm-hmm. uh, they're swinging more dollars over to these two services, okay, which is right. which is very exciting. Have you ever wished you could blanket a neighborhood with online ads the same way you blanket a neighborhood with mail? With political IP targeting, you can. Using the same methods you use to blanket an area with mail, we can put ads for your issue or candidate on the screens and mobile devices in the homes in those neighborhoods. Your constituents don't need to know the name of your candidate or issue. They just need to go online and your ads will appear when you want to inform your base. Contact us today and ask for political IP targeting. A, a recent example or something you could share with us of uh, like give us a uh, one I've just worked on just within this last few weeks is on a local campaign it was for a district judgeship okay and we went with um, uh, because it was the primary uh, the the candidate was up against three or four challengers and we decided for the primary to go with the political IP targeting mm-hmm and so what we did was we took all the registered voters in two different counties mm-hmm. of a particular party and we targeted those. We came up with a particular pace and the election, primary election, as you recall, was scheduled for earlier in the month. And we were, uh, we had two different phases. One was a couple of weeks out and it was a very slow pace. And then we concentrated the majority of the budget on the weekend leading up to that election. So we were hitting houses, putting the candidate's name five, ten times a day, starting on Friday, all the way till Tuesday. Wow. Well, lo and behold, the COVID situation came up on Monday. Right. And so you know, we were talking at midnight on Sunday night when the governor thought about the shutdown. And we were, because this is near real-time situation, we were able to pause that campaign. And we had two days of inventory left over. Okay. And so then what we did was, and by the way, we gave them statistics on that. Their hit rate was phenomenal because we did start at the very blocking and tackling. These are 
registered voters in this particular party in these particular areas. Okay. The click-through rates were through the roof, more than anybody expected. Okay. Then we had this situation of COVID-19. We had the flexibility. We saved that inventory. And now what we're doing now on the rescheduled election, we're going to use that inventory up and then supplement it to go on with that. Now we expect that candidate to win because based on preliminary results. And after that, we're already talking about now switching over to do the political power up on our DPP service as well. Okay. So we've um, circled back. So I want to spend a minute and like ask you to explain more because I know what you were referring to there was IP, political IP targeting, which is a second service you offer. So you're really talking about blending these two together, right. which is great. Yeah. So but if you would, give us a little more of a deep deep dive on political IP targeting. Sure. This one started with the all the registered voters of this particular party. Okay. And they have a plethora of data with it. Yeah, let me ask a question. So did you start with a mail piece or did you start with targeting the mailing address without the mail? In this particular case, yeah. they did not do a mailing piece. Okay. We just went strictly with IP for a number of different reasons. The okay. Camp, where the campaign viewed it, where it was, mm-hmm. timelines, mm-hmm. and in all candor budget. So sometimes, and I just want to make this easy for our listeners to understand. So... We have two different services. One begins with mail every time. Every time, yes. The other one, it's optional, but you always start with either a mailing list or a geographically targeted area That's for correct. both. That's okay. correct. That's, yeah. That's a know. great distinction, too. Okay. And it can be the uh, it could be a mailing list, a registered voter list, um, different campaigns have access to different Okay, so as long as you've got a list or an area... Yep, give me the name and address. Okay, so back to political IP targeting now. Mm -hmm. So this tool does what? It will take any type of list or location. There's the wrinkle. That's a different wrinkle, too, that I just threw in there was it can also be based on location. Right. Um, In other words, we will target a particular, let's say, uh, a rally of some sort. Okay. We can target that area, pick up the devices, mm-hmm. and we'll find them back at home. So, you so can, we can do a list or location. So either way you go at it, you're, what you're doing is capturing the devices using the IP address. But That's you can correct. start with a mailing list or you can start with a location. Yeah. And then the bottom line is capture devices so you can Mul- serve ads. Serve multiple ads multiple times a day for as long as the candidate likes. Okay. And it's really, they really, in that example that I gave... Uh, they turn that frequency up, right? Running up to the election, right? So it's 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 hyper targeted, and it's very flexible in terms of not only in terms of how many times your message is seen, but also the length, and and we can even start or restart. Okay, so I know that this side that this tool uh, has a long history yeah. of political use. Maybe you could just talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, they've, this platform's been used in, I want to say, six or six to eight different election cycles. Okay. And it's been used from, with no exaggeration, every level of ele- campaign election that's transpired over okay. those years. Um, from presidential to U.S. Congress, governors, state, 
uh, state initiatives, ballot initiatives, county governments, judgeships, as I mentioned, all the way down to the dog catcher. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, the interesting part, too, is that the, they have a very strong winning percentage. Okay. A very strong winning percentage. And the estimates this year are increase from four or five years ago over 200%. In terms of the volume that volume of ads that they're running, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay. And, and like I mentioned, uh, L.A. Mayor, okay, presidential U.S. president, president of Guyana, right, <laughs> and all the way to my local judge. So, I mean, that's a pretty robust list mm-hmm. of you. So obviously, it's proven it's value as far as just getting the job done of getting the ads placed in the right spaces at the right time. Um, Maybe you could just give us, I'm going to take you into a compare and contrast mode for a minute. Um, What, first of all, either one of these tools, what's the qualification for using it? Who should use, who should pick up the phone and make a call and say, hey, I want to know more. Like who's a good candidate for this? At the risk of being flippant, yeah, almost every candidate should be interested in this. Okay. And I only, I only say that because everyone knows that digital is the most important part right now, or it's the one of the most important channels. So, right. And more and more digital spend. But the competitive nature of the elections that are coming up is at the highest levels that they've seen. And budgets are where they're at. And the be, the ability to make sure that your ad is being presented to the exact voter that you want, when you want, is be, becoming more and more important as, as time goes on. So I've got my marketing hat on, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm thinking about this, I, I want to know if I'm thinking on the right track. So to me, as I'm listening to this, what I'm thinking is it depends on one do I know the targeted group I want? And two, do they know my candidate right. or my issue? Because if they're not going to be able to Google search and get oh, served right. information yeah. up front, right? Uh-huh. So almost like new product introduction, mm-hmm. right? So if this is a political name that people aren't aware of, um, because most campaigns are going to be doing digital advertising. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But if they are thinking that they need help with getting the candidate or the issue out there, being able to serve these ads directly into the mailing list, the voter list, the geographic location, to me, that's the moment where I feel like that's a really strong side yeah. of what you're offering. Yeah, absolutely. And the campaigns have been recognizing exactly what you said there. And, and then to even take that another step further, that omni-channel presence right. as well. So on the male-centric side, where you had, we were talking earlier about the political power-up, the campaign has the ability to get that mail list and the, and the mail piece out and then mm-hmm. be able to take all those different channels. So no matter where that voter turns, mm-hmm. they're going to see their candidate or issues come up. Okay. I think we've covered a lot today. <laughs> um I really appreciate you taking the time to help us deep dive into this a little bit and try and understand these two really incredibly powerful tools that are great complements to any digital marketing profile, but also really robust uh, on the mail and 
home address targeted side, I, I think a lot of people will really appreciate being able to listen to what you have to say, to oh, advise. Thank you so much for doing it because it's like I said, we're, we really are excited about this. If they, want, if they want to get in touch with you for more information right away, how do they get a hold of you? They can call me directly right to myself. Okay, give us that. 216-403-7743, day or night. Okay, Mike, Mike, Mike is going to pick up the phone. We're in campaign mode just with everybody else right now. Right. And it, I, keep, I keep going back to being excited about it because we truly are. Because it's, it's nice to be able to offer something that truly is encompassing and helps people win. Yeah, and I, and I hope you don't hate me for this later, but I know you are literally pulling all-nighters right now, so... It's great. We they really it. can contact you pretty much anytime. Call and me day or night. Okay. Uh, want to give us your email address as well, just in case they don't want to call you at 3 a.m.? And not listen to this beautiful voice. <laughs> hey, here we go. My email address is mruffing, R-U-F-F-I-N-G, at mw-direct.com. And we'll put that contact information in the link below um, so that if they're not that fast on the audio, they can click back through later and pick it up there. Um, thanks, Mike. Thanks Thank so you, much. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Achieve all your marketing goals with Midwest Direct. Contact us at mw-direct.com or call us at one 800 686-6666 and get started today. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel now. You don't want to miss any of our fun upcoming announcements.